just want to talk a little bit. I want to thank this church for your prayers. As you know, um, roughly about two weeks on a Sunday, you prayed for us here um, or our trip to go to the DR. And in that same week, you would know that there was a voice note that was going around about threats to Bahamians. And many calls came my way um, from people, concerns, and, you know, what should we do? And so I had to call the, um, you know, the Foreign, Ministry of Foreign Affairs and call the people over there. And, you know, they said, you have nothing to worry about. But you know what, in reality, and not just to, you know, we have a God that we serve. And we had to trust God's plans, and, and his plans are bigger than our plans. And so even when Satan may have tried to twist and put the stuff in our minds that, boy, I don't know if y'all should go, you know, God had a greater plan. But also, on top of that, I want you to imagine this this morning for a second. We came to church this morning. There was no air condition, no carpet on the ground, barely any tile on the ground. But we came to church. And you know the reason why we came to church? Because we don't worship the ground. We don't worship the air condition. We worship a God. And so this was our first experience as we went to the DR on the Sunday morning. We went to a church where there was no air conditioning, no you know, pretty tile, no nice pews. But they were there to worship God. And, you know, I may not have understood everything they were saying. Um, but you know what? They were worshiping and praising God. But one thing for me in this trip... And that was very humbling. And I think sometimes that, you know, we need to remember is, you know, God is the same God everywhere we go. And he works in, this, in mysterious ways. Um, this is one of the hardest trips for me, I will say, because, of course, I don't speak Spanish. And so I have to rely on the translator who is relaying what I'm trying to say to the people. And I had an opportunity to preach that Sunday. And, you know, sometimes we get up here and preach and we may think it's sometimes our own gifts and abilities but in reality, when it's places like that, you have to depend on the Holy Spirit, as we should all the time. Because the Holy Spirit has to work, um, because you can, in yourself, talk to them. The Spirit of God has to talk to them. And I think that that's, you know, for me, what I learned from this trip was just, again, to remember that the, it is the Holy Spirit's work. It's His job. But we need to remember, and, and I want to challenge each one of us this morning to ask ourselves this question. Are we satisfied with Jesus Christ only? Are we satisfied that we came to church this morning and we, all we had was Christ? Because reality is, is that for some of us, we probably wouldn't be. Because we didn't have the, you know, the instruments. Because there were no instruments in the Dominican Republic at church. There were just soundtracks. Singing in Spanish. And like I said, I didn't, I didn't know any word they were saying. I was trying to catch on, but it wasn't working out. But, you know, when we consider and some of the other things we did, as you'll see, and I'm sure others will share, we did some VBS, we did some food bikes, and we did so many things. Um, but one of the greatest things that we got to do was we got to minister to a place that we never even thought of. And, and I'm sure some of them will share about the VBS, but I'm talking about even on a baseball field. Um, we was able to minister to a Bahamian baseball player who plays in Dominican Republic just to come there and support him. Um, you know, he didn't know we were coming and it just worked out that we were able to go the same day this Bahamian was playing. But it's amazing how God works because the Dodgers organization, um, you know, we went with Score International. They was trying to find a way to get in contact with Score because they want to do medical projects because Score does a lot of medical and all sorts of different things. And when the guy went in to sign us up and say where we are from, he's like, oh, you're from Score International. I'm so glad to hear that. You know, we've been looking for opportunities to you know, partner with you guys because we want to support you. We want to give you uh, medical supplies. We want people to come in and, 
you know, here it is. This is a, a Major League Baseball team. You know, so they have the resources and the funds. And so it was amazing to see how God works, even for someone like me who loves baseball. This was an enjoyment for me. Because I, you know, you, you can't go to the Dominican Republic without seeing baseball because that's their life. But it was enjoyment for just to see how God works, even in our fun times. God still had a plan in that. So I'm going to let someone else in the group come at this time. Um, and it's going to be Hannah. Let's give her a hand as she comes. Buenos dias. Good morning. Okay, so my name is Hannah. If y'all don't know, I'm the daughter of Charlie and Zena Albury. Um, this week I had the pleasure to serve with my group in the Dominican Republic. And during this week we did a variety of things that allowed us to share not only our testimonies but the love of Christ. So whether it was doing BBS in a village, going into the slums to deliver food bags, or visiting homes for the elderly, elderly or disabled children, we were able to minister in whatever way we could. Some moments were tough because some villages were very poor, um, and they didn't have anything, but even though they didn't have anything, they were so grateful for whatever we did for them. Like the simplest of things gave them so much joy. Um, we were blessed to meet a Dominican couple named Hector and Paola, um, and they work as translators with SCORE International. They helped us to bridge the gap between not only our cultures, but the language barrier, because not all of us spoke Spanish, so he was able to help us with that. Um, and it was a joy to see how they loved to serve the Lord. Like, the simplest of things they were willing to do because it was what God wanted them to do. So this week, I was somewhat afraid of stepping outside of my comfort zone because I know Spanish, but sometimes you don't know, excuse me, you don't know how to say what exactly what you want to say. And so, but I learned this week that once you place your faith completely in Christ, he's there with you every step of the way. And it was amazing to see what I was able to do, what I was able to say just by placing my life in God's hands and letting him do what he wanted to do. So it's amazing that once you commit your life to the Lord, he gives you the tools, he gives you the strength to do whatever he wants you to do. Um, It was a joy not only to serve others in the DR, but it was a joy to get to know each member of our group in a different way that I probably wouldn't have gotten had I not gone. Like, I know them my whole life, but going on this trip enabled me to see them in a completely different light. So... Also, going on this trip enabled me to find out a bunch of other opportunities that I could possibly do with SCORE International to serve, possibly in the Dominican Republic, but also elsewhere that I'm really excited about. So, thank you. Hi, my name is Mercy. So, today I'll be sharing with you guys is our CBC trip that this summer is in the Dominican Republic. We have the, we had the privilege to stay at Score International. So what we did at the D- Dominican Republic trip, we went to a very poor village. <clears throat> a lot of people weren't wearing shoes, but but we did VBS with the kids there. So last the, so the last day in the Dominican Republic, we got trapped in the Turks and Caicos airport. We were 
there more than four hours. But any, anyways, I will see you guys next summer. <laughs> Let me just rephrase that. We weren't trapped, <laughs> but we were delayed for four hours. So we, we got back in late last night. Janika. Good morning. For those of you who don't know, my name is Janika, and I was one of the 13 who went on the Dominican Republic trip. So I wrote everything down because if not, I will be babbling all morning. So... In our very first video meeting before the trip with our SCORE leader, Jeff, he ended it by telling us to be in constant prayer for the trip, to ask the Lord to prepare us for what's to come and to open up our heart to be used by him in whatever way. Admittedly, I began, I prayed maybe once in that regard until he reminded us of it again in our very first meeting once we arrived there in the Dominican Republic. That's when I buckled down and truly began to ask the Lord to work on me daily and make my spirit ready for whatever task was given to me. And little did I know that the Lord truly would. On the first morning, Sunday morning at breakfast before church, I opened up my YouVersion devotional to find the daily verse, Colossians 3, 23 to 24. Whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as your reward. You, you are serving the Lord Christ. I smiled to myself and thought that was the most fitting verse for the week as I prayed it in my heart. The week unfolded, probably not perfect by our human standards, as plans were changed and opportunities were lost. But what we later learned was God's timing and plans are always perfect. One of our changed plans took us to the most uncomfortable ministry for me personally, a nursing home. The whole idea of it made me very uncomfortable. And from the moment that I heard that we were going, I began to pray for strength and courage to do whatever God wanted me to do in that opportunity. And the moment that I walked in, the fear and discomfort arose again. So I prayed again for courage, and I just jumped right in and serving them, which didn't turn out to be so bad because they were so joyful and their spirits were so happy even in their circumstances, so it made me very comfortable and put me at ease. Now, earlier, I mentioned a lost opportunity. Well, God turned that into a beautiful opportunity to conduct an impromptu VBS in the community of Los Valientes. To me, it was the best thing, that opportunity that we've had all week, to me personally, to um, be able to interact with the people in that community. The, their openness and willingness to welcome us was unbelievable, and everything went off as if it was completely planned, which it was not. <laughs> to me, this was only a God thing. Finally, the week ended as it began with yet another version verse, Matthew chapter 6, verse 25, and says, Therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. It's not life more than food and body more than clothing. And that resonated with me in particular because as the reality of all of what we were, were doing and coming back home was ending and coming back to reality and all of the things that I had 
on my plate coming back home, it kind of made me sort of anxious and overwhelmed. And I wasn't really looking forward to coming back home because of that. But our score leader, Jeff, he kind of left us with a little parable, a parallel from the story of the transfiguration. And it's, he was talking about having a mountaintop experience there, being there in the Dominican Republic, you know, being on the high of what God was doing in your life and the feeling and seeing God with the people and all of those things, and then sort of coming back home and feeling like you, you know, basically like you are in the valley. But he told us that um, if we stick to each other and the experiences that we shared with one another and we remember that Christ is in us, and is always with us, we'll be able to get through even these valley experiences. And that's all. Good morning. My name is Ivana McDonald. And for those who don't know, I'm the granddaughter of Sister Betty Allen. She's not here, as usual. But um, <laughs> she's away, by the way. Um, <laughs> So I was not emotional on the trip, but I, for some reason, I felt an overflow of emotions just now. So I'll just take you through the devotions that we did and how each thing that we did throughout the week, I felt as though related to the devotion. So the first day we talked about being tough, it's being tough to love, and we looked at James 1 and 19, which speaks basically about everyone being quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. So, of course, we're entering a country whose first language is Spanish. We're English-speaking people. And being able to actually encounter, being able to interact with Spanish-speaking people, we had to learn how to be quick to listen and slow to speak in the sense of going into a village with younger kids. It was really hard understanding their names. That was the, from the get-go, you ask them, so you're thinking you're walking there, como te llama, como te llama, you know? And then they'll be like, Ariele, Ariele. But you couldn't understand at all the ending of their names because of the dialect that they had. And it allowed you to respond in a way or consider the situation that you were in. Listening to stories of families, although they're speaking Spanish and we had a translator, being able to listen to stories of families from villages who have never left their village. They've not ever, they've never seen a beach. They've never been outside. The, where we went, it was a sugarcane village and right and left were pure fields of sugarcane, like acres of just sugarcane. And day and night, you would have the brothers or the fathers in the sugarcanes working 24 seven nonstop. When we went to collect some of the kids, we will ask them for their brother. Oh, their brother's in the field with their dad. Oh, their dad, their brother can't come today or he'll come later. And so being able to actually see what they were going through, it was like, okay, a lot of times throughout the rest of the trip, we'll have to be quick to listen and so to speak. The next day we talked about surrendering, our, surrendering ourselves to God. If anyone will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Although it might be indirectly, everybody on the trip somewhat had a purpose and fit in indirectly somewhere. Rachel Taylor Nicholas Jr., not that Nick, were, spoke, spoke Spanish fluently, and they were able to be the gap into which it will connect. Say we wanted to 
ask a child if she knew Jesus, they would be able to help us get that message across to the child. Demi, Demi might have been able to collect some kids and keep them quiet while Rachel was to tell the Bible story. So indirectly, somehow we were able to fit in to help and work, make everything work together. In this devotion, we actually realized that there's a difference when you're, when you're denying yourself and taking up the cross. There's a difference between mixing up your behavior modification from your heart transformation. You can change the way you behave as much as you want. But if you don't, if you cannot find it within yourself to actually truly change within yourself to allow people to see Christ in you, it doesn't make sense. And the next, the next thing we did was serving others. It basically talked about putting aside your pride. And we went to an old folks home and a handicapped orphanage. Both were uncomfortable for a lot of people because there were older folks that were came, they're either Haitian descent or their family wanted nothing to do with them. And a lot of them don't know their birthdays. So what we did, we went and we took a cake and we sang happy birthday to them. And just being able to be around them and see, literally, they would sing all day. They literally, from we walked in, they were singing. From we left, they were singing. And to know that they have nothing, literally all they have is that old folks home. They have nothing to know. They don't know any family and being able to watch them sing. We complain about the littlest of, I know I complain about the smallest of things, but watching but being able to put our pride aside to actually view how people around the world carry themselves is completely a blessing. And going to handicap orphanage, watching people connect with, there were children that had scoliosis, fluid in their brain. None of, a lot of them were bedridden and being able to see them still happy. The moment we sang, this is the day in Spanish, or I have the joy in my heart in Spanish, they were clapping and singing. And then we also learned about me, myself, and I, then no one can serve two masters. And so we went to Emmanuel House, which is a, through SCORE, it's a school that um, allows, I guess, underprivileged children to be able to get receive education and a meal for their entire fall and spring semester. And watching how the lady that was in charge of it she was all about knowing that there's a difference between God-centered and self-centered. She knew that in order to actually um, impact a child's life, you have to cut out the self-centeredness and truly be focused on God. And then we spoke about the love of God and God's plans are bigger than ours. Like Pastor Nick was saying that God moved and whether we liked it or not, he moved and he changed plans that were already set in place because they were our plans and not his. And we were supposed to go to all girls' children's home, but there were a few teams that are already there. And we decided, hey, they're going to be exhausted if we were to go there. They'd be like, oh, another group, yay. So our leader, Jeff, um, took us to a village, and we just randomly gathered children and the church was probably filled with about 50 kids from out of the community. They didn't even know who we were. They didn't understand what was going on. I think they heard cake and games and they came. And we called it the impromptu VBS because that was completely out of our plans. We bought cake to take to the all girls home, but we ended up sharing it with that entire community. I mean, play some dominoes with the people in that area. The Dominicans can play dominoes. Just putting it out there. 
But to end it, we, there was a quote that was said during devotions that the world has yet to see what God will do through one man whose heart is completely his. And that stuck with me because we are all going to be able to, a lot of us are now going to go back to school or go back abroad. Some are still going back to high school. Some will be in the work field. And what's now? What's next? What's from here? So uh, Max, next you pray for us as we consider what will be next, what God has next for us. Thank you. Good morning. Um, I'm Rachel, for those of you who don't know. But um, for me, the trip was a little different because I do speak Spanish. Um, and so there wasn't that language barrier between me and the people in the Dominican Republic. But um, I think that one of the most amazing things was to see how God really does work in ways that we don't expect, in ways that we don't plan. Um, first of all, it was just awesome to see how he uses everyone's gifts even though the majority of the people on the trip didn't speak Spanish or those who did spoke only spoke a little bit, um, the way that, like, Ivana and Hannah were just crazy and playing with the kids and animated, and there was no need for language because the kids could understand them because of their body language and how they were acting, and we didn't need, as crazy as that sounds, we didn't need words. Um, and we just had just the most amazing time seeing how God worked. And I think for me, the biggest example of that was that impromptu Bible st- or VBS that Ivana talked about. Um, because we had spent all week thinking we were going to be doing these certain things. There was a riot with burning tires in the street in one of the villages that we were supposed to go to. And so, you know, our plans were constantly changing. And we get into this village, and there are five kids in the street, and we're, we've decided that we're going to do impromptu VBS. And so um, the translator, Hector, and our leader, Jeff, and Pastor Nicholas walked through, and you could just see the hordes of children just running from every direction, coming in to fill the church. And what ended up being something completely unplanned, we had two cakes and four liters of soda, or eight liters of soda, and... We sat them down and we told them a Bible story. We did our little VBS crafts that we had brought to just give away at the girls' home. We didn't have stories to go with it. We didn't have anything. And just to see the powerful impact of the story and the little crafts that we had. And I think the thing that blew me away the most, which was the smallest thing, was we had those two pieces of cake and the church, or the two cakes and the church was full. And it really was a loaves and fishes sort of moment in that every piece or every person, however many people were in there, got a piece of cake. Um, and they got a big piece of cake, too. So um, it was just amazing to see that even in the little things, even in the things where you're not planning to do something and you're not really prepared to do something, um, and you may or may not be doing it a little bit begrudgingly because you wanted to be doing something else, um, that God works in amazing ways and makes a great impact. And so I think that for all of us on this trip, it was just a great experience to see how God uses us even when we're not prepared or when we don't have the skills that we think that we need. Um, And so we'd just like to thank you for everything that you guys have done, praying and supporting, and um, to make this trip a possibility. So thank you.